Okay, with Brian E, uh, Gender Reveal is the short film that I first watched the film and then I realized, wait a minute, I'm watching a thriller. It's a gender reveal thriller, right? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. That, that was a little bit of a twist because the film kind of starts off kind of like in a comedic kind of tone, like a, and then you shift the genres, like when she goes to the bathroom. Yeah, I really wanted it to sort of feel like that's the story. It's sort of light and dark. What's under all that really, really happy yeah. What you know what people are capable of. And I like the idea that we went with the protagonist. We didn't know either. The audience didn't know before she did that something was going to happen. And then she, it's all from kind of her point of view, I guess, right? Yeah. All right. So this is a Toronto Film School film, correct? I made it when I was studying at Toronto Film School. Yeah. And so what is what is Toronto Film School for people who don't know? Oh, Toronto Film School, they uh, teach production, they teach acting, they teach, I did took writing for film and television. So it's one of the best um, film schools right now rated in the world, yeah. Yeah, it's come a long way. It's uh, It's been around for a while, but it's uh, the, the reputation has uh, taken off in the last like five years from my perspective. It really has. It really has. It was uh, My experience was great. Great experience, yeah. So what motivated you to go to uh, film school and learn and learn the craft of filmmaking? Um, I've always been a writer. I've always written everything from songs, books, jingles, everything. Um, and I've always loved uh, film and television. So I've been writing for quite a while. And then when the pandemic came, um, it, I thought it was a perfect time to go back to school and really uh, get into something that I love. And so you you go by uh, Brian E, one, one name, like Madonna, right? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what was the motivation behind that? Um, Honestly, because I was before I was married, I had a last name. And then when I was married, I had, uh, I had a different last name. And I, yeah. I'm not really either of those people anymore. So I haven't really figured out, you know, who that is. And I like the idea that it's just Bryony, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So that's that's your kind of stage name, or, or that's what you go off like and from from a professional standpoint. Yep, Briny. Usually people call me Briny B. That's what they call me. Briny yeah. B. And you also. So I, my uh, my uh, DP actually was the one that says you should just go by your first name, and I said okay, I'll do that. Oh, this is kind of your coming out party then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. You also you also wrote the song uh, that's in the film as well, right? I did. I like I said before, I did a lot of writing before and I worked with a producer that I've worked with years and years ago. And we ran into each other right when I had finished the film. And I said, would you, do you want to do like the score to the film? And I, I had a very particular idea of the song that I wanted for the credits. I really wanted something that was the same as the movie where it like seems really light. So the music is really light and with like darker lyrics. That's the feeling I wanted for the movie and for the song. Yeah. So in the blog interview, you had said that you only had 20 hours to shoot the film. How come you only had 20 hours? Well, what we did is like in our program at the end, you can enter this contest and it goes in front of like a jury and they decide whether you're greenlit or not. And if you are, uh, you have these stipulations to work with. So the stipulations were two days, 10 hours a day, um, and then you can only do it in one location. And so the different stipulations. So that was it. That's all I had. Okay. No, but you you could, but in post production, you had time to kind of finesse the correct, film. correct. Yeah. So that's pretty. That's okay. That's that's like so. You basically had like it's it's a good it's it's good that that you're on a professional basis that you're talking to your DP and you're making sure that 
you're nailing your day, I guess. Oh yeah. We, we definitely had each shot, like a shot list were very clear and stuff, but still, even so stuff comes up, we had to give up a few shots. Sure. You always do. Yeah. But it was, it, I think it was perfect uh, because I just learned a lot and it was really, it was really exciting too. It was really exciting to actually be under the gun a bit because it sort of felt like the film a bit. And where did you find your your two lead actors, the especially the the the, the pregnant girl, I guess? Uh, I found her on. Oh her no, her name's Daisy, right? Called? Her name's Daisy. Yeah. What is that site? Uh, well, I found the the male actor, the main lead actor. Um, he was from Toronto Film School, and then okay. she was on. Um, oh, there's an acting site. Casting workbook. No. no, Mandy. Mandy. Yeah, yeah. actor on Mandy. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you, yeah. So you found her on, on Mandy. She auditioned. She auditioned. Yeah. And then she just like, I'm assuming a lot of people auditioned for this role. Correct. Yeah. A lot. A lot. And then how did you find, was this during COVID? Did you have to do it on Zoom or? Uh, We did it on Zoom and then we were able to get into person after. So we did all the auditions and stuff, Zoom, and then we were able to get together after. Yeah. So um, yeah, they, I think. He was, Kelvin was exactly what I was looking for. Like, he's what I pictured in my mind right away. Um, and yeah, and there was a few different people that auditioned, but then I had all the cast come together and they sort of felt really good. Those two worked really well together. And I'm assuming she it was wasn't an pregnant. Thing, right? It was a very intimate thing to be in like the stall together. And I'm like, you pretty yeah. much have to get it. You know, he's going to be touching you. There's going to be a lot of in your face. So for two actors, I really had to make sure that they actually gelled together and they would be comfortable doing it. Or the opposite, because they're supposed to like, there's supposed to be this kind of conflict and this kind of uncomfortableness and this kind of like, like she doesn't want him around. Like he, he's he's invading her space, right? right. So you kind of want the opposite. And the- also at the end, there's sort of like a little tension of them at the end where they sort of, there's a little glimmer with her of sort of liking the adventure of it. So they mm-hmm. had to do both. I said, you have two scenes to like be scared and then sort of feel like there's something between you in the second scene, so... Yeah, the, but it, that's a that's an un, unspoken kind of thing, Correct. right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So then, but I'm assuming, like I was going to say, she, I'm assuming she wasn't pregnant uh, when she when she was making the film. She was not. No, she was not. We had to get one of those little baby bumps. Yeah. And then the movie starts. Like like you said, you're in the bathroom stall. It's like a, we're watching the film. You're thinking it's a comedy. The mom's crazy. Like like you know, and uh, like overly kind of like boundaries you know what i mean she's she always crosses the boundaries and and right. so then all of a sudden she 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 goes in the stall and the, the movie becomes different right yes yes and that's sort of uh, yeah that's sort of the idea uh is that everything seems great and the idea is like um you do everything right you can do everything right in your life and you try to please everybody but in the end stuff goes to shit like you can't control it bad stuff happens to good people people get away with bad things so just the idea of like crushing that whole fantasy that we're sold kind of that white picket fence sort of life did you shoot it in a church i shot in a church yep and they were okay with the with the with the i know because i know sometimes churches they want the script they want to know what you guys are shooting right they're okay they're they're friends of mine they were good people yeah gotcha but you didn't blow up the church right not for real no I didn't have the budget for that. So. Yeah. But then I got, how did you do that in post? Um, I had someone actually that worked at uh, Toronto film school that did special effects for me. Yeah. I was worried because 
when I first put it through, like it was like almost nothing budget. Right. And I'm like, how am I going to be able to do this or make it not look so crazy? And then, so I was really lucky to find him and he did it after. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me about the husband or the boyfriend or the, the father of the bride, the father of the, of the, of the, of the child. Tell me, tell me he, that finding him. He is actually, um, he was in the same program as me. He's a writer, director. Um, he's great. One of my best friends. And, uh, yeah, he's he's like played that role pretty well. That guy. He's got a great look, though. He has like kind of like he has a fantastic look. You you he did it great. He's perfect. He and, did it. Did me a favor because after he's like, you made me look like a schmuck. I'm like, yeah, but you did real good. It was great. It's, it's I like the contrast in their height too. It's like I, I'm assuming that 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 was done by mistake, but it worked great. No, it wasn't done by mistake, but I did get in a lot of trouble when we were when we were doing our shots. Um, they were told, what are you doing? Why would you give, why would they give the two main characters such a height difference? So we had to work with the shots. Like when he comes in the first time, he has to lean on the table. Everything was made that way because I wanted that, that elevator scene to be like that, to be very. Are you, are you a fan of the office show, TV show? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Reminding me of Dwight and was it Angela? <laughs> like where they have this, like, he's kind of like, he looks like Dwight a little bit in uh, the, the, the guy. And she. I'm sure like, he'll love like, hearing that. He's like two feet taller than, than Angela, right? So it's like it kind of works for the comedic aspect of the of the film. Yeah, it was good. He was great. So did you, when you said, you said you wrote in the blog interview, you also said you wrote kind of like, this is kind of a feature idea or? I think it could make it a feature. It'd be really interesting because at the beginning when I wrote it, um, there was a fight between who was really the protagonist, right? Was it her or was it him? I think it was a feature. It would definitely be, like whose story would we tell or would we tell both? Do you know what I mean? Would we tell how he went to prison? Would we tell and his escape or what happens at him after? Like, it's interesting because there was a real discussion of whose point of view we would show it from, you know? Yeah. But then it kind of has a sad ending to it though. It does. Yeah, it does. Kind of, it's kind of sad. Like, it's like, it's like, like, uh, do you, did you think about changing that or no? Oh, I was told I should change it by a few people, but no, that's what I wanted. I, I really wanted, that's what the story is. The story is, is like, you can try and do everything right in your life and do please everybody and do everything and things can still go wrong. Like life is short and the idea. So it's those two opposing things of like, you know, that like she, she basically, the idea was like, she lived for everybody else and did everything right. And it still turned out horrible, like he, whatever. And also the idea that like sometimes, you know, people just do bad things and get away with it. Those two sort of things were the story, you know. Yeah. I want him to sort of be like, oh, there's actually like it's not always the happy ending is kind of the idea. Some people are just bad and get away with it or do bad things. I wouldn't say he's a bad character, but. No, well, he killed a lot of he's a mass murderer, right? <laughs> But I mean, like, I still have guy. to have empathy for my characters. I, I can, you know, backstory and whatnot. But yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah, pretty terrible. It's a selfish uh, maneuver to save Correct. your your life, to that's save your said. not going to prison. You kill other people. Correct. I would that's say that's a bad person. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's a bad guy. No, but I get what you're saying. It's like he's something that you created and you wrote and you basically you give them kind of depth and perspective, I guess. Right. I have to believe he's not a bad guy. 
you know, the audience is he's definitely a bad guy. And me and me and the character playing or the actor playing him, we can't think he's really a bad guy because we see the complexities of it. So we sort of want to have that until the end. Yeah. Until the end. Right. And then he yeah, he chooses to be a real. Listen, like it's like it's like uh, it's kind of like a riddle in a sense, like he may not be a bad guy, but he did a really bad thing, kind of a horrible thing. So then that makes him a bad guy. It's just it's mathematics, right? Correct. (laughs) It's true. It's so because he kills the, the yeah. Anyways, basically, all right. So, what did you think about the audience? We send the audience to you. What did you think about the audience had to say about your film? Oh, I loved, I loved hearing it because I think it's so interesting to hear other people's points of view and what they took out of it, right? Because I, I see it a certain way, and I think we all see things through our own lenses, right? Like there was a lot of people talking about that it being about particularly gender and gender reveal. You know, that was a real focus, but for me. Um, it wasn't as much a focus for me. There was other issues that were more, but it was really like, I'm happy with whatever people take out of it. It's interesting to hear their point of view, honestly. And this is your first film, correct? This is my first film, yeah. Are you going to make more? I hope so. That's all I want to do, yeah. Because you got the bug, I'm assuming, right? (laughs) I do, yeah. And so like, so then this is kind of, this is kind of like a new kind of adventure. This is a kind of a new era for you. This is a new era for me. Yeah, absolutely. So I've, I've told stories in many ways in my life, and this is my newest favorite way to tell stories. I'm really excited about it. Well, we have a few things in common. One, um, in the blog interview that you said that, that you love a good burger, I, I would put that on my, uh, as my list as a favorite meal as well. Yes, but I'm not going to we're not going to say anything, but we're around the same age and and uh, <laughs> young or young. We're very young. And <laughs> and uh, but you said but the film that you've seen the most times your life is the same answer I have is, is, is Rocky, original Rocky. Original Rocky. It's a, a fantastic script. Amazing character. Love that movie. Yeah, it's a, but it's like it, that that's the movie that kind of inspired me, I guess, what I'm doing now. I was talking about this the other day. Is that, is that the movie to like a, a crowd of people that that was like that movie kind of like when I first saw it, I was like, I got the bug of like, what is this movie making thing? What's this all about? And I actually like back in the day where I, they had like these VCRs and it was it was like weighed like 40 pounds. And yes. we were in the first houses to get a VCR. And my dad was all excited. And the first film he showed us was was the original Rocky. And I loved it so much that I actually like stayed up in the middle of the night, woke up in the middle of the night and like when everybody was asleep and I watched it again by myself. Yeah. It's one of the best movies ever made for sure. Like you, that story never gets old. That underdog story, like I was saying, it's like the ultimate underdog story and the, and the same idea, like it, that whole idea of like, it doesn't matter how many times you get hit. It's how many times you get hit and keep going. Like that's such a great theme for anyone through their life. And I just think it was great. I love, I love an anti-hero. I love a quirky, weird hero. It's a love story as well, right? So it's a love story. How we loved Adrian, like I was saying, like those little turtles and like the ice rink scene. Like it's just like a really pure, innocent love. So you have this like very, you know, violent guy with just the softness inside. So just a great story, a great character, you know. And the fact that he wrote it and they didn't want him to play it, and he fought to play it. That I think that's amazing too. Yeah, he's the underdog story, right? So he's the true underdog, yeah. Yeah. They did, uh, yeah, and then now he then he became a big movie star, and, and he was the exact opposite of an underdog, right? So later, yeah, on. they just they just did that Sly. I was just at TIFF, and they did Sly. He had his like documentary, 
Oh, yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like to see it. They're all doing that. Like Schwarzenegger has his uh, on Netflix now, and he now he's doing his like they're kind of like finishing off their kind of like their legacies in a sense, right? With these documentaries. For sure. Yeah, it, it was really good, though. It was a real I found out things I didn't know. It was really interesting. I thought it was interesting how he brought up Expendables. And isn't that just out right now, too? So they just slid it in right at the same Expendable, time. Expendable. Yeah, he's always he's always <laughs> he a right that guy, right? He's always yeah. kind of. Uh, and then he's got a reality show on Paramount Plus with his daughters, right? I don't know. Does he? I've never yeah, seen it's, it. I think it's like the family Stallone, whatever. Kind of, uh, and his, he's got three daughters who are kind of around That's the beautiful. same age. They're in their twenties, and yeah. it's kind of it's a reality show, like kind of like showing his daughters and like being the daughters of Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, they're they're all pretty beautiful. His wife's kind of beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and then it shows his wife, and yeah, it's I don't know, I. I gave it's it one bad episode. life. It's probably not a bad life, honestly. Well, yeah. I, well, I'm assuming it's not, right? So, but, but yeah. <laughs> then they, yeah. He's he's had he's had a journey. It's there's a reading. Um, there's a recent lo- a book I read about action heroes of the '80s. Uh, I can't remember the name, exact name, but it's a fantastic book, and it talks about him and Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis and Chuck Norris and Dolph Lundgren and. Um, and John Claude Van Damme and Jackie Chan. So it's basically, but it gives all their origin stories about like how this kind of happened with the eighties kind of action world. And yeah. Okay. Stallone's an interesting guy. Like he, he, uh, he was nothing. And then he became huge, like gigantic. And then he had to deal with like that perspective of right. Right. Like about being too big for his own good. In a, in a yeah. And he had to live up to it. Cause Rocky was such a phenomenon that yeah. he had to like try and, keep going with that yeah. and he really made the like the the series thing happen you know make franchise yeah. yeah Rocky franchise and the rambo franchise yeah Usually it doesn't work right but he really made it work well fantastic let's talk again when, when you make your next film because you got to keep making movies i definitely will thank you it was nice talking to you yeah it was great and uh yeah congratulations on everything going to school and kind of making this movie i know it wasn't easy and you got it done I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Really Thanks. love it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Heisenberg Incorporated.